Welcome to the Weekend Wrap-Up. This is Zoe, the summer intern here at KLRC. If you're like me, sometimes you don't catch things as they're happening on the air, but that doesn't mean you have to miss out. Here's some highlights from Mark and Christie's morning show, Isaac from Middays, and The Drive Home with Anson and Kara. Mark and Christie interviewed Mac Powell over the phone, so here's a small clip of what he had to say about his new song, New Creation. Hey, um, first of all, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for New Creation. Man, we've been hearing such great feedback on that song. It's so good. Man, I appreciate it. I, I feel really, really good about it. It was, uh, it was kind of a late bloomer to the record. It was uh, when when I started writing songs for this album, for the New Creation album, um, I was writing in January of 20 and thought at the end of 20, uh, I'll have a record out. And then COVID threw all of us a curveball. And this was one of those songs that came a little bit later on because I had that extended an extra time because of the pandemic. Uh, this was one of those later on songs. And so I'm very thankful for that extra time. And, you know, it's a very, it's a little bit of a biographical song for me, uh, me going through some stuff through COVID, just questions and doubts and fears and just really grabbing a hold of God's grace. You know, something that I've been singing about and talking about for 20 plus years. And then not until you really go through something like that, do you fully, or at least a little bit more understand God's grace. Yeah. Man, I, I appreciate the honesty and vulnerability of that. It, it took me a long time. I'm curious if you've found this to be true as well. Um, for somebody who's been around the church for a long time, there, there's a point where we can start to think that the doubts and the questions are all just kind of like we put them in this bad category at times. But, um, but I've learned that actually some people who ask those biggest, darkest questions and doubts end up with the strongest of faith. To be able to actually yeah, just well, be okay with the questions and the unknown of that. What's your thought on that? Well, God is not scared of our questions. Right. <laughs> and he may not answer us in the way we want right away, but he is not. I mean, if you go throughout the scriptures, especially the Psalms, there's just so much doubt and questioning and fears and going, God, why did you do things like this? And it doesn't sound very unlike things that we think today. Maybe we don't say them out loud. But there are things that we think. I think that's why the Psalms are so so popular with so many people. And so, yeah, that, God is definitely, he wants us to be honest. He knows our hearts anyway. So why try to hide that stuff from him and from everybody else? It's okay to get it out on the table. Uh, it's kind of like my friend Darren from We Are Messenger says, it's okay if I'm not okay. Right. And it, and it's, we, we need to be more open as, as brothers and sisters to be able to share those things with each other. Mm-hmm. The pandemic was a very difficult time for many of us, but at the same time, I personally saw a lot of good that happened as well, where God showed up in unexpected ways. I'm glad that Mac Powell was able to use the time he was given to glorify God through his song. And you can actually meet Mac Powell in person in October at an acoustic night of hits, stories, and faith. Mac Powell and Friends, at the First Baptist Church in Siloam Springs. It's going to be an experience of faith sharing, storytelling, and celebration. If you'd like to learn more details, you can find those in the event calendar, in the KLRC app, or on the KLRC website at klrc.com. Next, here's Mark and Christy talking about invisible growth. So this weekend, uh, it was my wife's birthday. Mm-hmm. We were on a little walk. 
Yeah. And doing a little reminiscing. And is that what you did for her birthday? Is you took her on a walk? <laughs> no, we did a little more than that. Thank okay. you. Okay, good. Okay. But I just love checking. going on a walk with her. I love just yeah. kind of like, what's going on in your mind? And then just see what she's thinking about. Yeah. You know, that kind of stuff. You guys Sometimes do that a I lot. ask annoying questions that are like, she's like, can we just walk for a little bit? <laughs> like, yeah. No, I love it though that today. you guys do go on walks. Um, I do too. I, you do that a lot. And yeah. I know that that's a, it's a, a sweet good way time to for y'all. Yeah. And because it was her birthday, I got into this whole like, so like over the last year, what have you seen? And she's like, can we just go go on a walk for a little bit? But we started talking about how some years you could point to like major milestones, like, man, I've really grown right here. Or these were like huge highlights. Mm -hmm. And then there are other years where, and and I think this has kind of been one of those where it's like, you're just plowing through Mm -hmm. and you're walking through some stuff, hard stuff, some stuff's just... Like, I don't know if I'm growing a lot here. Like, it's just harder to see. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then I came across this. It was a little Devo from Susie Larson. I think she's from Focus on the Family. And I thought this was so good. She said, may you celebrate the invisible changes that are taking place in your soul. Like those things that we can't always see. Mm. Like when you pray or when you trust or when you love or when you forgive, the soil changes Seeds break open and eventually life springs forth. Don't underestimate the power of your obedience in this season. Mm. Isn't that good? I was like, man, you know what? I'm the person who always wants to see, like, show me the results. Right. I want to see the growth. I want to be able to point to it right away. And that's just not real life. Mm-hmm. There are seasons and sometimes they drag on longer than we'd ever choose. Yeah. Well, you just got to plow through. And trust that there are invisible changes happening in my soul. Yeah. And sometimes, sometimes you, you do see the visible changes, but it doesn't show up until 10, 12 years down the road even. Mm. And then you're like, oh, wow, that's incredible. It is an interesting concept to know that you're growing, even if you can't pinpoint it to one specific moment over the year. God is continually walking with us down the path of life helping us become more of the person we're meant to be. And sometimes we want to be a really loving and helpful person. And Isaac warns us of the dangers of sacrificing even an hour of sleep. How many hours of sleep at night do you get? And if you are someone who tries to push it and stay up a little later in the name of helping or doing things around the house, that is helpful and I don't want to minimize that. But here's something to consider. Losing just one hour of rest could stifle people's desires to help others, even relatives and close friends. This is a new study, and one scientist said, we discovered that sleep loss acts as a trigger for asocial behavior, reducing the innate desire of humans to help one another. That's Professor Matthew Walker, co-author of this study at University of California. He said, in a way, the less sleep you get, the less social and more selfish you could become. That's crazy to think about, especially given that a lot of us try to be um, servants and volunteers in many areas, sometimes leading to a lack of sleep. And we can make things like volunteering harder on ourselves when that affects us. So it's something to consider when we're laying down our head at night. Our altruistic behaviors are on the line with how much sleep that we get. I know a lot of cases you can't really control how much sleep you get, but I'm saying if you're trying to make a change, if you want to get the best shot you can get, and helping your neighbor out. Helping means resting. And I think that there's, hmm, 
there might be a biblical precedent for that, right? That God set aside an entire day for us to rest. It's almost like God knows that we need that. That's so funny, isn't it? I definitely agree that if I don't get enough sleep, I am not a very fun person. Sleep is incredibly important to me, and I think it should be important to all of us. We all need some good sleep. Here's some more from Isaac. Hey, it's Isaac. I want you to do something for me. Can you open up your camera roll and just give me an estimate of how many pictures of your pets you have on there? Is it more than you have of your family, your friends, yourself? The average pet owner, it's been found, it takes 400 pictures of their pets per year. Now, if you're starting to feel bad about that, don't worry, because I think my wife and I clear that in about a week. We've got a lot of animals and we're very picture happy. To be fair, pets are insanely photogenic. They're so cute. We just can't help ourselves. We want to capture every moment of cuteness. Next is Robert, who also does middays after Isaac. Sometimes it can feel really difficult to make a change in the world around us, but the truth is anyone can be kind. I'm Robert filling in for Isaac on 90.9 KLRC. Those are the words of James Warren, and he lives in Denver. And one day, you know, he's walking down the sidewalk and he sees a woman waiting for the bus and she was sitting in the dirt. And James was thinking, oh man, that, that doesn't seem dignified at all. That's not fair that she has to sit on the ground. So he decided to do something about it and he built a bench for the bus stop. And then he kept building benches for bus stops all over his neighborhood. He says he doesn't know if it's okay with the city, but he's just going to keep doing it until they tell him to stop doing it because all he wants to do is show kindness. Talk about seeing a need and filling a need. I can only hope and ask God to make me a person like that. Someone who sees a need and fills that need. That's what God calls us to do, right? To serve and love others, especially those who are struggling. What a positive, different story. Here's another sweet story from Robert. And Brad Ryan has an extraordinary relationship with his grandmother, Joy. He calls her Grandma Joy. And about seven years ago, he was chatting with his grandma, and she revealed that she had never actually seen a mountain in person. And Brad's like, wait a minute. Okay, we're going to start taking some trips together. So they started visiting national parks together, and they're trying to visit as many as they possibly can. I'll tell you right now, over the last seven years, they have visited 62 national parks. And the beautiful thing is, Brad thought he was helping his grandmother out by getting her out and about, but she ended up helping him because he was struggling with mental health issues, and now he feels healthier than ever. I think it's so true that in the process of helping others, God can also be working on our own hearts through the process. I think that's why they say serving is its own reward, right? But not only that... This man's mental health was affected, and it's no wonder getting into nature and spending time with Grandma Joy, that's good for everyone's soul. I think we all need to do that. Take walks through the fresh mountain air with someone we love. Speaking of loving one another, it isn't always easy, as Anson and Kara discuss. Loving others is hard. Mm. Yeah, it's the central thing that we're called to do. And it's easy when you really do genuinely love that other person, when it feels like it comes naturally. (laughs) But that's just not the case in all of our relationships, Uh right? We don't get along with everyone. So true. So how do we love those people who kind of annoy us Mm -hmm. sometimes? Mm -hmm. Candace Eccles has some really convicting tips for how to do this well. 
a few minutes ago, I was talking about tip number one, which is look in the mirror Hmm. that sometimes when we're annoyed with someone on a consistent basis, it might actually be saying more about us and our own Mm. hearts than about that person. Right. But secondly, Candace says we should look at people who annoy us as an opportunity for Mm. us to work on cultivating compassion. Mm. God often uses annoyances as an opportunity for us to dive deeper into someone else's story so we can cultivate compassion for them. Mm. Candace says Christ followers should be the first in line to show mercy because he who has been forgiven much loves much, right? When we Mm. don't understand someone's behavior or choices, It's really wise to step back and humbly ask questions to find out more about his or her life story. Hmm. And almost always some detail in another person's story is going to help us understand why she operates the Mm. way she does. Mm -hmm. People aren't always what they seem. Those who seem really put together and have life figured out might not have it figured out. And people who seem to be a hot mess might actually know more about life's truth because of difficult experiences and have immense amount of wisdom that are easily overlooked. I had this experience last semester where I was incredibly bitter and assumed a lot about my college peers. Then I was in this class where we shared testimonials and life stories, and I was rightfully humbled. That experience deeply affected me and made me realize my own pride and bitterness and how everyone has a story and everyone deserves compassion. Anson's advice is something I hope to keep with me in my metaphorical back pocket as I go about my day interacting with people, showing him the love and compassion that Jesus also showed me. Now, even though we're still in early September, it is apparently pumpkin season, and Kara has some exciting news regarding pumpkins. It's not very often I get to talk about a world record beater from my home state of Nebraska. Oh. Yeah. I ran across one of these today, and it's a very unique world record, I gotta say. Uh, A Nebraska man celebrated his 60th birthday by paddling 38 miles in, ready for this? Uh Uh-huh. A makeshift boat made from a giant hollowed-out pumpkin. Wait. Wow. <laughs> There's a lot going on there. There is a lot going on there. A hollowed-out pumpkin. He made a giant boat out of a hollowed-out pumpkin. As a boat. Uh-huh. And then 30-something miles, you paddled said? paddled 38 miles wow. in it, which took him 11 hours. Yeah. And the world record was previously 25.5, so he set someone the else, world record. Someone, someone else, else has, has done this. set sail in a hollowed-out pumpkin right. before. That's yeah. not new. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this week's wrap up. Join me next week as we catch up on things you might have missed during the week. Until then, have a great weekend.